Patrick Offwood. Good morning, good morning. How are you today? Hey, Vanessa, how are you? And how's it to all the listeners on this fabulous, another fabulous, glorious morning? We really are getting a nice extension of summer at the moment, aren't we? Yes, we are. And I think we're going into the really good part of summer because it's not extremely hot. And uh, I think those are the days I enjoy. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking, they're talking about 30 degrees tomorrow and Sunday. Mm. So we have another scorcher weekend, which will be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, mm. no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. We're talking about today, we're talking about a, a global problem. It's not just a challenge yes. that we face here in South Africa. Um, and it has to do with food, but it is the negative side of, uh, of enjoying our yes. food too much. I think that's the way one can put it. And that's because today is World Obesity Day. That is correct. It is indeed. The World Health Organization has deemed it so. Um, and every year on the 4th of March, it's uh, <laughs> Celebrated is the wrong word. No. Um, it's brought to everyone's attention that uh, it's it's something that that is actionable. It's interesting that looking at some of these statistics, there currently globally there are 800 million people living with obesity. There are now more obese people on the planet than are starving. That is um, scary, and that's, that's frightening. And what's mm. even more frightening than that if you break down the, the statistics, 340 million of those 800 are aged between 5 and 19. 5 so and 19? Wow. Oh, five goodness. 19. That's worrying. That's very yeah, worrying. And even more worrying than that, and that's um, in two, as of 2019 globally, the, the, the numbers of un- children under 5 living with obesity, 38 million. Ouch. So it just no. shows you what um, a massive problem it actually is. You know, um, in America, geez, and I mean, I feel sorry for the Americans, but they reckon that 42% of Americans 20 and older suffer from obesity. That's 42%. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of people. Huh? It is a lot of people. And I, I sit and I worry, you know, because the health, the consequences or the impending health consequences yeah. of that become um, so sad and so tragic. And, I mean, I just want to say to people that, you know, my family's not immune to um, challenges with obesity. Um, yeah. And it's it's really, it's not an easy battle sometimes because, let's face it, Peter, food can be really good. Yeah. Look, I think that, that you know, there's, there's that, that, that old axiom that everyone's already said about obesity, you know, simply, you know, eat less and exercise more. And that simply isn't the case. Mm-mm. You know, it, it's just not, it's not about eating less and ex- doing, oh, you know, it, it, they always say the traditional their business and how it comes about is your, calir- your calorific um, you know, uh, intake yeah. exceeds your, 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 your exercise level over a long period of time. Now, there's an element of that that's true, but eating less is not the answer. It's eating differently that's the answer. I think that's where the problem comes in is you look at the kind of food that we're eating more and more often, and therein lies the problem. Absolutely. Again, you know, this is, we're talking now in, in well-developed first world countries where this is an issue. So this is not just a, you know, a thing of, of poor countries. It's, it's, it's endemic everywhere. And, and I think there's a large amount of it to do, you know, with, with society in itself. If you think of our own, our own South Africa itself, you know, the problem with the problem with always with these with these foods is that you know foods that are, that are high in refined refined fats, high mm. sugar, high salt, and very little nutritional value are unfortunately the cheapest. 
Yeah. You know, and so you're more likely to eat, eat the fit cook on the way to work because it's cheap and it's on the hoof and it's filling yeah. than it is to have a nutritional bowl of fruit or some syrup or some granola or some, some yogurt. Yeah. You know, and if you think of how many people who 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 work who live in this country who have to travel hours every mm. morning, get up at you know, four or five o'clock in the morning just to be at work by eight because they've got seven taxis to catch and so on and yeah. so forth. You know, therein lies the problem of starting your, your, your day with a nutritious meal. You're more than likely to eat something on the hoof. Yeah. And the food that's available when you're traveling is invariably all bad food. It's yeah. all high sugar. It's refined food. It's overly processed. And, that, and that's the problem. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and also to say that a lot of, and this is not uh, bashing restaurants or anything like that, but p- the, a lot of the, the challenges also faced by the industry when it comes to fast food and takeaways yeah. is that they opt for the easier or the yeah. simplified version of getting a product yeah. out there. Um, yeah. And that is also a challenge. And one side, yeah. you've got the economics of it, and then on the other side, you've got the yeah. ease of getting food out there for yeah. people. Yeah. Look, I think, I think there's, there's a lot of work societally that has to go into it. And, and the food industry, I think, needs to be at the forefront of that movement. Mm. You know, I, I think, you know, it's all very well having... Um, these fast foods that are, they, you know, they should start having healthy alternatives, yeah. you know, so th- that are also equally affordable. You know, if you think of the, the sheer volume of what um, some of these fast food chains churn out, mm. for them to make healthy options um, that, that they probably don't have the same margins on, so they can more yeah. than afford to justify not having the same kind of profit margins mm. on salads and healthier items mm. because they make their money anyway. Yeah. And it's the least they can be doing is giving people those options. You know, there's also, that there should be restrictions. I think there should be restrictions on marketing, uh, you know, uh, high-fat high foods and fast foods, mm. you know, particularly those that are aimed at kids and teenagers. Mm. Um, I think what's slowly, truly happening now with the sugar tax, we've just seen it increased with, the, with this year's budget, um, that it's been increased. That the, the, now you now pay a certain amount of, of cents per grams of sugar per, per cold drink. Yeah. But there, most of the most of the cold drink companies haven't. They, they, there's always loopholes. You know, they mm. they haven't. The, the cold drinks haven't necessarily got more expensive. They haven't got less sugar in them. You just mm-hmm. get smaller cold drinks. Yeah. You know, where where before you were getting a, a three forty or three, a three forty mil can of Coke. Um, or whatever your beverage of choice is, now you're getting a, th- a 300, a 300 mil for okay. the same price. A little dinky. So the, the yeah. way around it is to just make smaller portions. Yeah. And I you know, think, because then the tax is less. Yeah. And I think that also when I, when I, you know, speaking about this, the, the burden of responsibility, um, you know, there there is a responsibility on manufacturer's side. I, I acknowledge yeah. that. But then when it comes to the individual, there's also a burden of responsibility um, to make better choices. Um, yeah, and, certainly. you know, and I always think to myself that uh, you make those choices in the supermarket. But the big yeah. factor... Peter, for me, mm-hmm. is that emotive factor because there is nothing. Yeah. I mean, when I think about fast foods, oh my goodness, there's nothing better than a really lacquer packet of slop chips. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so the personal yes. <laughs> yes. or a beautiful cake with icing on it. What do yeah. we do? Yeah, look, there, therein lies the problem. But I think I, I think it's, it, it's twofold. First of all, that 
the, the, you know, it's a, it is a matter of personal choice, but it's also a case of, you know, are these, are these options available to mm. you? And it's all very well saying we should all eat much healthier, but if you think of where the, the large majority of people shop, are those outlets giving healthier options? Mm. Are there enough raw ingredients um, uh, and healthy ingredients for them to choose from? I think they're, therein lies the problem. I think it's, it, it has to be battled on two fronts. That supermarkets and purveyors need to make sure there are healthier options and there is as much information and marketing and selling of those healthy options as there are mm. as pushing the chocolate cakes and the slut chips and the what have you. Yeah. I think there that's the that's the thing, is that you know, supermarkets have the budgets to be able to go on healthier campaigns and make healthy food sexier and have yeah stunning pictures of it and have scantily clad people running around the beach, <laughs> you know, eating, you know, eating yeah. a corn of a cob of corn rather than a hamburger. Yeah. You know, they have it within their, their remit to, to to help to change the, um, the people. And also I think the other side to it is the exercise thing. And everyone says all oh, exercise, all yes. who can afford the exercise. We're not talking about, you know, you need to you need to go to a gym. But you know, our sedentary mm-hmm. lifestyle has become such that you know, we travel to work. We all live closer to work than we ever used to. You know, um, if I think of this country, um, and I, I, know I, I just, I, when I was in, in, in London uh, in November last year, and it reminded me what I like about the UK. Everybody walks yeah. everywhere. Yes. You know, you just walk. You, I mean, yeah. if you go to, okay, and I, now I say this, I qualify this now, if I look at a, a white middle-class area like Hout Bay, Mm. Apart from people jogging in the mornings, you don't see anybody walking to the shops. Yeah. You don't see people just strolling around. Yeah. People get in their cars and they drive from one shop to the next, you know. And and I think therein lies some of the problem, is that it's just yeah. so easy to get around. And and, and all, all you need is, you know, the World Health Organization says all you need is 150 minutes of, as an adult, 150 mm. minutes of exercise a week. Yeah. And that could be just walking around the block, walking yeah. to the shops next time rather than jumping in your car to go get a litre of milk. And you know, you, and, and going walk, to the park yeah. in the morning. We're not talking yeah. about going to CrossFit and, and running a marathon or riding the, the Cape yeah. Cycle Tour. We're talking about just getting out and about and be cognizant of the fact that next time you go to a building and you only have to go up one floor, go up the flight of stairs. Yeah. Don't go up the escalator or go in the lift. It's the little things like that that make big differences to our to our to our bodies. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely 100% in agreement with you. And I used to be the gym bunny. I used to go to gym. Yeah. And about three years ago, we made a conscious decision not to. We wanted to see what you know. We we wanted to see number one if the rewards program attached to that was the motivation yeah. or whether we were self motivated. And the interesting yeah. thing is, for the first year, we did absolutely nothing. It was a complete yeah. disaster until the realization set in that you know you and, and I speak about the burden of responsibility for yourself um, again and we realized no 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 you need to do this for yourself so I started a very basic um, sort of uh, exercise routine and part of it was that you had to walk seven days of the week um, yeah. and eventually Tim joined me and it's now two years later um, and even through lockdown we walked around the house um, and we cannot do without that walk anymore because yeah. it is so so fantastic and we talk yeah. it's the mental part of it is also fantastic yeah. um, 
Um, and then you start looking at things in a different light. I've now learned, I've now started doing trampolining. That's my new thing, and I love it. Okay, cool. But, um, but yeah, it is so simple. And, and walking, it costs you a good pair of walking shoes. That's it. Yeah. And time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, and, and I think the other thing to think of, and it's, it's, it's what I'm, I mean, I don't have kids, but I, I see it with my, mm. my, my sister's kids and friends' kids. You know, TV games are becoming a big problem mm. because because that's a sedentary activity. Yeah. You know, I have no problem with the games per se, and I, I, I think that kids who spend time on them have greater imagination and greater dexterity. But dexterity for what? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. it's always saying that, you know, I'm becoming dexterous and I can use... But what else are you going to use that dexterity on apart from keyboards? And, and I think parents need to be able to say to kids... I mean, kids... The World Health Organization said kids should get at 60 minutes exercise per day. Sure. 60 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, you say, right, fine. We'll buy a treadmill and you can put your, your, your iPad on the front of the treadmill and you can mm. watch as much TV as you like provided you watch it on the treadmill. Yeah, very clever. Right? Yeah. And, I, and it I, just, it, you know, that's, I mean, we're talking about, they're talking about at the current rates yeah. that in the next decade, um, the, uh, the numbers of childhood obesity is going to be up by 60% that's in, in the next, by 20, that, that's we're talking good. like 250 million kids no. by 2030. And it's because not going to be good at all. they are more sedentary sure. than anyone. Yeah. And you know, yeah. and you were speaking about restaurants uh, providing healthier alternatives. And um, the, there is one supermarket chain that has now removed the sweets and the things from yes. the, uh, from when you, the checkout queue. And I used yeah. to, when my children were small, I used to call it the Isle of Doom or the Isle of Death. Yeah. If I went to the, uh, went to the supermarket with my children and I saw that I was going to be corralled down, what, yeah. 10 meters of sweets and everything I used to yeah. shudder because I knew it at yeah. some at, 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 at I don't know how many points I would say no 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 that's not good for you no that's not no you can't have it today yeah. no w- w- mommy when am I going to get that so I, I yeah. called it the Isle of Doom because that's what yeah, it felt know, like true. to me and um, they did they changed yeah, it they yeah. changed it under pressure from, from parents yeah. because they're all at eye level and it's all it's all done at the it's at the end of a long yep. shopping trip and everyone's tired and wants a reward. Oh, can I have? Oh, please. And they're all... No, I think I, I laud them for, for, for changing that. And I'm actually actually quite interesting uh, how... Because I've I become used to that. And yes. I see other supermarkets who still have those those aisles oh. laden with unhealthy stuff. And I think it's, yeah. uh, it's wrong. I think that that should be something that could be easily legislated, that you can't have... High high sugar um, mm. items, you know, within ten meters of a till point. I mean, it'd be something that'd be easy to legislate. You know? yeah. And even the person who's trying to lose weight, if your defenses are down, as you say, end of the long day, and you just think, goodness gracious, you know, yeah. I had a fight with my boss today. I think chocolate is what I need, yeah. and it's right yeah, there. It's just so easy. Yeah. To, oh, you know what? Your, your resolve is. Uh, I'm just going to add this bar one just to once. my basket. Just, just you know, <laughs> one, one's not going to hurt. Yeah. You know, because it's there. Yeah. You know, and rather than say, oh, I'll grab a packet of cashew nuts or something, you know, yes. um, that all of a sudden changes, it changes your intake, it changes mm-hmm. how you feel about yourself, 
And then you can happily grab a packet of nuts every time you go shopping. Yeah. Do your world of good. Definitely. I think there, there are some, I think the basis for all of this is education and, um, yeah. you know, arming yourself with the knowledge of what you are putting into your body, yeah. I think, is the best thing. Yeah. Um, a last word on that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. I think, you know, look, obviously there, there, are, there are certain times where it's, it's genetic and, and it mm. and becomes an issue. Mm. But for the vast majority of people, it's, it's a condition that's definitely preventable. Absolutely, 100%. So uh, if you are going to the supermarket today, make a healthy yeah. choice. I think that's uh, the takeaway right. from this. Make the choices in the supermarket, not uh, from the grocery cupboard, I always say. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Peter, I look forward to our chat again next week, and I hope that you have a great yep. weekend, a beautiful weekend, and uh, that there are some healthy meals lined up with maybe one little cheat somewhere in there for you as well. No, no cheating. <laughs> it's going to be all healthy all weekend. Fantastic. I'm the, going the cheating to... might be the odd glass of wine, but that's ah. no, no, no sweets and treats, I'm afraid. I'm going no, to no, no. take a leaf from your book and do my best for the same this weekend. You have a great weekend. Cheers, when I say goodbye to you. You too. Bye bye.